Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. We have done a couple, a few mock drafts, 3.0 to be exact, of the Steelers. 1.3, I think. We have not, shut up, Jacob. We have not done a mock draft just for the first round in general. You know, that's the sexy round, too. For all the teams. Except... Miami Jacob and the Rams has been and in the Miami and the Rams who blew up their entire franchise. Yeah. But other than that, we're picking 30 war- 31 picks here uh, in this first round of the draft. And Jacob, like you said, this is the biggest non-sporting event sports event on yes. the calendar year. 100%. Everybody tunes in to watch the first round of the NFL. Can draft. you even think of something that like comes in second place? Selection Sunday. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Bravo to you I'm for great. A, coming up with the right answer and thinking of it that quickly. I'm, I'm right. Because you're right. Other than those two, though, I mean, nothing really has the same zhuzh no. as the NFL draft. And I'll draft. say this, too. Selection Sunday lasts, what, like half an half hour? Half an hour. The, the draft, draft is, is a weekend. Yeah. Well, in the first round, it's like a three-hour right, right, event right. anyway. It starts at like seven and goes until like almost midnight. But those are the... Those are the two things because of the immediacy to them, too. Of the, with the selection Sunday, you know who you're playing in a couple of days. Right. And then with the draft, like your first overall pick, your first round pick, that dude could be your best player on your team right. next year, potentially. So it's an incredible night, a fun night on social media, too. You know, people uh, joke around like we had the Vrabel family that one year when mm-hmm. they were looking all weird, or Belichick at the one computer desk with the dog sitting oh, in the chair. That was like, that was the COVID like, year, right? What's the yeah, meme yeah, going to yeah, be yeah, this yeah. year? There's going to be one. We need to find out what the meme is going to be this who year. Who was it that same COVID year who like freaked out on one of his assistants? I don't know, but I do remember. I think it was the COVID year too. CB Lamb was with his family on the couch, and his girl went to grab his phone, oh, and he snapped that thing right out of so her hand. Good. I'll even say last <laughs> year, and, and for the for the Pittsburgh. Sealers when George Pickens got drafted. Yeah, that that he's just standing like, in front of the TV. He's just like mean mugging. Yeah. So where where will the meme come this year? It will happen. It, it's just such a great event. But let's get to picking here. We only have a limited amount of time to do so. The Panthers, obviously on the clock first. Obviously going to take a quarterback. Have to. I think it's going to be C.J. Stroud. I've seen a lot of people you, think it, that C.J. Stroud is the guy. That way, right? A lot of mock drafts have them going with the the Bryce Young route and taking Bryce Young. Um, people have in the Panther organization said they like Bryce Young, but I, I think there's just a little gamesmanship going on there. 
even though they don't really need to do any gamesmanship because they're the first overall pick. And 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 clarification here, we're doing this show from Pittsburgh. We don't have the insider information out of Carolina. Just from what I see on Twitter from far away. So I'm picking C.J. Stroud here. I'm cool the Panthers. with that. I really am. And then that means with the next pick on Houston, I think Bryce Young probably goes to the Texans. Yes. Whoever, let's put it this way. If the Panthers take Young, do you think the Texans take Stroud and then vice versa? Vice versa. It has, right? I would say like whichever who? one doesn't take the other, whichever team takes one guy, the next team will take the other. All right, so we got Stroud and we got Young. I can't Young imagine first. one of those two teams going with Richardson, going with Levis when they have the top two picks. I have seen a very creative mock draft, and we're not those creative, but have the Texans actually take Will Anderson with the second overall pick and then trade really? back into the top ten, like pick number six, and take Richardson at that pick. That'd be some pretty decent drafting right there. Uh, but I think they're just going to take Bryce Young uh, when it comes to pick number two. They got to get a quarterback in that franchise. I mean, they had it with Deshaun. It blew up in their face. Um, use picking this high to your advantage, and, and hopefully Bryce Young is that guy and take him. So yeah. I bet two quarterbacks go first with the first two picks. Then you got the Arizona Cardinals. And I think that gets interesting because they obviously aren't going to be after a quarterback. Do they go? Do do they go? <laughs> do they go Jalen Carter and take the risk, or do they go Will Anderson Jr. out of Alabama and kind of take the safer prospect? Ugh. some team is going to take the risk on Jalen Carter, right? Now it is important to note that the Cardinals don't really need an edge rusher, according to Pro Football Focus, for their needs. So maybe Will Anderson doesn't really fit the position of need for them. Maybe Jalen Carter is more right up their alley. Jalen Carter just has so much freaking potential, right. but so many people are kind of calling their shot for him to be a bust that it, it like it gives me cold feet. Like a lot of times people do that, and I'm like, they're gonna be wrong. Everybody's calling their shot. He's gonna be just fine. I don't know. There's a lot of smoke to this fire. Carter might fall on draft day pretty significantly, or if he doesn't, he might not be the guy that everybody thought he could be coming out of Georgia. I think the save for. I mean, first of all, Will Anderson, if there weren't so many quarterbacks going this year, Will Anderson could be a guy that could be the number one overall pick. Yeah, he's got that ability. I think and Jalen Carter, to to be fair, too. Yeah, before for sure. All the stuff before happened. everything happened, I think there was no question Jalen Carter could have been the number one overall pick. You especially could argue that Anderson and Carter are the two best players. Because the, the only reason they're not going one and two is because the Panthers and Texans need a quarterback. I mean, think about it. The... the <laughs> It kind of does. I mean, I get that it was a great trade for the Bears because the return they got for the Panthers only giving up the number one overall pick, right, is an insane, insane return. One of the most lopsided trades we've seen in recent memory. But kind of surprising that the Bears were going to just say to themselves, listen, we're happy with the number one overall pick. We're happy with Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. Either of those guys can be a, a force on our defense for the next 10 to 15 years. I'm going to take Will Anderson here for the Cardinals. I think it's so safer. I, I agree, but given the history of management by the Arizona Cardinals, do you not think that they would be the team to be like, okay, we're just going to go with Jalen Carter? And it could easily pay off for them. But they would say, bygones be bygones, risk 
versus reward, whatever. They already have so much risk in that organization right now, though. I mean, Kyler Murray's not exactly the greatest working quarterback. Uh, uh, in the but league. do you not? Do you think it's more to blame on the players than it is management? I think it. I think for the most part, it is the the players. Yeah. Because they have to be willing to. Management has to enable it, so they're not, you know, not guilty in any right, of this. Right. Right. But the player has to have that mindset to be enabled in the first place. That kind of whatever laissez-faire attitude. Like, I'm so cool. it always starts with the player. I think. I'm cool with Will Anderson being the pick here in our mock draft. However, it wouldn't shock me if the Cardinals are the team to, to go with Jalen Carter. And so it could easily pay off for them. So Will Anderson goes to the Cardinals here. That's the second Alabama player taken in a row after Bryce Young. Now we have the Colts at pick number four. All right. I think it's just an obvious Will Levis pick right here. I think they're. You don't think up. it's any toss up between Levis and Richardson? I think they're pretty high on Levis. I've seen some mocks where they even trade up to get Levis, just wow. to not risk him okay. falling. All right. So it's four. Levis. So I take Levis here at number four. Seattle. I don't think they're going to take a risk on Carter either, even though I think it's oh, a pretty good see, fit. See, I'd love to see Jalen Carter and. Bobby Wagner playing on that same Let's defense put it this in Seattle. Way. It's either going to be Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech or it's going to be Jalen Carter. M- maybe this is where Pete Carroll talks himself into fixing somebody and says to himself, we've got the support system and the staff in place to handle a and potential really trouble. Fixing somebody, the- it's fixing a situation. Exactly. And I think that what Jalen Carter did was obviously bad. But it's also something that I think you look back at and say, he was a kid, and he made a, a mistake that a, a, a kid, you could see a kid making. You know, it's not like a, a crazy pattern of just behavior that is going to have him potentially be kicked out of the league eventually. I just think he made a very, very, very bad mistake. And yes. that's why I think guys like Pete, coaching staffs, organizations like Seattle can talk themselves into maybe – being the fix for a player like this. I mean, you look at Carolina, Houston, Arizona, Indianapolis, all the guys, all the teams that pick before this number five pick, their organization is not in a place to be a stabilizing force for a troubled player like that. Seattle is, though. Mm-hmm. So I think I would take Jalen Carter here. Cool. I'm I'm glad you kind of talked yourself into it because I was already convinced, or yeah. I, I could have easily convinced myself already that Jalen Carter was the pick there. And now that could blow up in their face pretty badly, but yeah. it could also end up being they have a defensive player of the year caliber player, right? And they got him at number five overall, right? Pick, right? When so, when there were at least <clears throat> there was at least one team that could have taken him before. Number six on the clock is the Detroit Lions. Where are you going here? Now they've been taking corners in every mock draft that I've pretty much seen. So I think it's either Devin Witherspoon or Christian Gonzalez. Right? Do you now. think it's Witherspoon? He's the highest rated one. Mm-hmm. I think Weatherspoon's probably where the Lions end up going there. And then with number seven, I think this is where Anthony Richardson ends up going to the Raiders. I know they have Jimmy G. Right, but I still think they're gonna bring in a quarterback though. I don't Jimmy G has never been a guy on on the two teams he's played for, right? Has never been the guy. Exactly. And always has kind of had somebody looking over his shoulder. I don't mm-hmm. think that changes here in Vegas. I think well, I think he was the one looking over the shoulder in New England, and then he left, and then it was looking right. over his shoulder in San Francisco. I think they're going to take Richardson. Okay, I think cool. Jimmy G starts the season. Yeah, but it could out, be, out of uh, the top four picks, I think Richardson was always used as kind of more of the project, not mm-hmm. like Malik Willis. Don't get me wrong there. Like, 
but you know he's you not can, that you big know a you can you can maybe even go the whole first year without him. Yeah, right. Because of Jimmy G, you know, being someone you can trust. I mean, my prediction if this is how they draft, Jimmy G will start for the first half of the season. He'll probably get injured because he seems to get injured a lot, and Anthony Richardson will not look back from there and that era will mm-hmm. start in Vegas and they'll start their two, three year clock of seeing if Anthony uh-huh. Richardson is the guy or not. Number, that kind of blows up in the face of the Falcons then. Who maybe would have taken Anthony Richardson, but I, I think they're going to just take Tyree Wilson, build the defense, yep. and then maybe kind of be meh next year. And maybe they'll They've be been the, pretty meh for maybe a long they'll be time, in the top yeah. ten again next year picking and maybe they maybe they they're can just get the building Drake, and building and building until they, they next wait, year. They wait for the right year to take their quarterback. So I think they'll go defense this year. Edge rusher is a big need for them. Number nine, the Chicago Bears. This is who I don't think they can make a wrong pick here. I don't think they can either. Christian Christian Gonzalez or Peter Skaronsky. Yeah, it's one of the two, I would say. And we can't be biased and keep Skaronsky on the board because we want him badly for the Steelers. I think the Bears would be stupid not to take him here. Um, You went out and you invested in a wide receiver in this offseason with the trade Mm -hmm. to help Justin Fields to get get the tackle now to help Justin Fields. So I'd take Skaronsky. Plus, he's a hometown kid. He played at Northwestern. Played at Northwestern, right. Right in his own backyard, Mm -hmm. uh, Chicago. So that's what I would take there. Again, Back-to-back teams where I think you, they really can't go wrong. Now, with the Eagles, I think this is an easy pick. I think they're going to take Christian Gonzalez or Devin Witherspoon. Whichever one is still, still sitting remaining. there, they're going to grab him as their corner, um, help shore up that secondary. So, Eagles are going to take Christian Gonzalez. The Titans are on the clock. I don't see how they can't take a wide receiver yeah, at this point. Because I mean, there's nobody to catch a ball there. No so, one which one? Are you going Johnson? Are you going Smith and Jigba? I think I'm going to go Smith and Jigba. Okay. I think he's going to end up being the first receiver taken off the board. Uh, that brings us back to the Houston Texans. Maybe Kalijah Cansey from Pitt. A little defensive line. Mm-hmm. They did just take Bryce Young. Maybe you want Quentin Johnson as well. In they fact, took, I, who do we have? We have they took game. Bryce Young. Right. I think they'll take Quentin Johnson here or whoever wide receiver is available. Okay. Um, you don't see them going like Kalijah Cansey or Lucas Van Ness? I think they're going to do the Bengals thing where, yeah, those players might be very helpful and, in fact, would be very helpful, mm-hmm. but let's get our one-two punch at quarterback and wide receiver figured out and then kind of have the rest fall into place for us. So I think they're going to go with Quentin Johnson or Smith and Jigba. You know, we had the Titans taking okay. Jigba, so I'll give the Texans Quentin Johnson. Johnson. All right. The Jets' biggest needs are a tackle and a linebacker. Unfortunately for them right now, like not many are available. This might be where a Paris Johnson Jr. goes off the board, and the Jets take a tackle. So I'll take Johnson Jr. there. Bad news for the Steelers. Same thing here with the the Patriots. I think they could take another tackle, maybe a Darnell Wright off the board. Um, But I actually think Lucas Van Ness is such a perfect Patriots kind of player. Edge Mm. rusher. Um, just it just seems like he fits a Belichick kind of mold. Mm-hmm. He's their four, he's the fourteenth ranked prospect overall. The Patriots are picking right now at number fourteen. Just kind of seems to make sense. Uh, they tried Chase Winovich at that edge right. spot. He failed miserably for the Patriots. They're still mm-hmm. looking for that Big Ten player to come in and be the edge rusher. Uh, I I could see the Patriots taking Lucas Van Ness here. Now their other needs are quarterback. Not any really available to take right now, and they could take one of the tackles. But again, that would kind of be a reach if they took Darnell Wright. If they what took, a reach! If they took uh, Anton Harrison, so I, I think Lucas Van Ness makes sense here as the pick. That's cool with me. I mean, it, it again. I think this team has a lot of needs, and so 
kind of they can go they can go right in any direction. Number fifteen is the Green Bay Packers. You said Van Ness was the pick. Van Ness was the pick for okay. the Patriots. Number fifteen was the Green Bay Packers. I could see the number one. It's a very deep tight end class. People are very high on the tight end class. Dalton Kincaid is ranked number one of the tight ends. I could see Dalton Kincaid going to the Packers here, getting a nice safety blanket for Jordan Love to work with. Um, you already have Christian Watson as a wide receiver that really emerged last year. Mm-hmm. So maybe you go with the tight end now since you already have wide receiver one. You've got your two running backs. I see Dalton Kincaid to the Packers here at number 15 as a pretty good pick. They could also use help on the defensive end of the ball. So I think Kalijah Cansey and Brian Branch from Alabama are both in play as well. But those are really the three I would target right now if I was Green Bay. So you think it's funny if in the first year that Aaron Rodgers is gone, they finally take an offensive weapon in the first round? The fact that you put it that way makes me seem like it's going to happen, right? Kind like of. That that's, they're kind going of. to be pete. Tom Pete. So like you're going that. with Dalton Kincaid? Let's go with Dalton All Kincaid right. here. But but I think that's a good pick. Yeah, too. it's not a bad pick. Certainly a young quarterback a could pick. always use a right, good tight end right. to play with. The so. only reason, like, maybe people could say you had a lot of areas of need and you know it's a deep tight end class, then you have to be the first team to go out and get the tight end. That's the only pushback I could see people giving that pick, uh, giving to that pick. The Commanders are now on the board at pick number 16. They're not going to take Kalijah Kansi just because they have so much at that defensive line spot already. Um, this is another place where I could see maybe an offensive lineman going Darnell right. I think they'll take a lineman here. Yeah, they Anton need linemen, and there's no one. Like quarterback, linebacker, no one's really there for their position of needs right now. So I think they're going to take Darnell right to tackle out of Tennessee, and that's going to sting for the Steelers because that's, that's one three. one pick right in front of them. And it's all and it's three, three tackles are off the, board. off the board. Skaronsky, Johnson, and now... Darnell Wright. Steelers on the clock here. Uh, Peasy's kid and Deontay Banks, I think, are Both the two there. picks that you have to take here if you're the Steelers. Um, I, I say we just take Porter Jr. Yeah, that's cool with me. And I don't think if he's we, there. I think they're taking. I don't think we kind of manipulated this draft to the point where we just kind of left Peasy's kid on the board for the nope, Steelers we to take. Two corners already left. Witherspoon and Gonzalez were drafted in front of him. So. If we were really trying to manipulate this draft, we would have let Witherspoon drop all the way down to number seven. Or just any of the corners. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't that we had to scratch our way with logic to saying, oh, this team needs a cornerback, but they kind of need this person instead. Like, the teams that really needed uh, Gonzalez and Witherspoon, we gave them those those players. Now pick number 18. So I we're think going this, kid? We're going PZ's kid. I think at number 18, this is where the slide stops for Kalaja Kansi, number 13 overall okay. prospect, picked by the Lions at number 18. They need defensive line help, and he's the best defensive lineman available. So I yeah. just think, and, and the best player available right overall, now, too. Yeah. So I think that's where the pit man, hail to pit, Kalaja Kansi goes, go. playing for the Detroit Lions. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now picking at number 19 in this draft. They need a quarterback, a tight end, a lineman, a defensive lineman, a safety. They have a lot of needs. Luckily for them, Brian Branch is sitting right here mm-hmm. from Alabama and fits one of those needs nicely. Remember, they lost Keanu Neal right. to the Steelers. Now, Neal wasn't exactly starting for Tampa last year, but they did lose from that safety room. Brian Branch will come in and project to start for Tampa this mm-hmm. year if they do draft him. So I think this is where the big cool with me. The, yeah. the top safety on the board this year, I think, ends up in Tampa at pick number 19. It's cool with me. Number 20, the Seattle Seahawks, Seahawks are back yeah. on the clock. Uh, we didn't take the defensive lineman last time. Is this maybe where we take Brian Breesey from Brian Breesey or even Nolan Smith, I could see. Oh, man, and they're both from premier schools, too, so that doesn't really, like, you know, it's not like one's playing one's at, got at Kennesaw edge, State, right? one's at Georgia, one's at Georgia, one's at, at Clemson. I go, let's go. They ha- the, the Seahawks addressed some edge rush last year, and they've been got some young guys that can get after the quarterback. So from you're going to go with Brian Breesey? Let's Breesey-er? go Breesey. Let's okay. help shore up the middle of that defense. Uh, pick number 21, the Chargers uh, need a wide receiver, need a linebacker, but they also need a corner, and Deontay Banks is the number one prospect sitting on the board right now. So I think that's a no-brainer. They end up going with Deontay Banks. And that's after, and then we, I skipped, think ro- that's after we skipped uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins, Dolphins but yeah. I think that rolls into your Nolan Smith here for the Ravens. They need help on the edge. For sure. And Nolan Smith, I think, is a, a player that they will certainly look to take. They could also take Miles Murphy from Clemson, too, who is an edge rusher, but... I'm going to go with Nolan Smith here for Baltimore. Go with me. Pick number 23, the Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. They could use some receiver help. They lost Adam Thielen after all. They could use some interior help on the defensive side of the ball. They could also use a corner or a linebacker. Uh, The one thing that you're noticing a lot is the linebacking class. Not a lot of top-tier first-round picks when it comes to linebackers in this NFL draft class. So uh, I don't think they'll go there. Not many wide receivers. They might just have to take best available here and go with Miles Murphy, the edge rusher out of Clemson. You don't think they need any offensive line help? Could they take Anton Harrison? Yeah, right. It would be smart to take Anton Harrison if I was the Vikings. So let's take Anton Harrison. Um, even if they feel like they have a good five, mm-hmm. you could make it better. By having and I that think that that makes the Jaguars pick that much easier to go with Miles, Miles Murphy. Murphy. Yep, I agree. Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are, another te- are one of the teams in this draft that really can't go wrong with one of their picks. Now, here's where another tight end would come off the board for me. Because they just lost Evan Ingram a year ago. For the Giants. Giants. Yep, yeah. at number 25. This is where I take Michael Mayer out of, out of Notre okay. Dame. And I just think you need weapons for, for Danny Dimes now. Right, that he's right, a quarterback. Right. Um, receiver is one that... Michael Mayer or Zay Flowers, the receiver out of Boston College. Those would be my two picks. I'm right cool here. with Mayer. I would take Mayer too. I just think that, especially the way the ti- the Giants like to play, like mm-hmm. that run offense with Barkley and, mm-hmm. and and Daniel Jones likes to throw on the move mm-hmm. a lot. I think Michael Mayer, a tight end, would be a. a and you've been waiting. Player. You know, you thought Evan Ingram was going to be that guy for you. Didn't work out. Number twenty six, the Dallas Cowboys. I promise you, Jacob, 
Are you are you gonna say what I think you're They're gonna, gonna say? They're gonna take Bijan yeah, Robinson. Yeah, 100%. They are going to There's take Bijan no Robinson. There's no doubt about it. There's I no doubt feel about so it. I'm so confident about that pick. They might even trade up a little bit just to get Bijan. Just to assure if they're themselves. feeling a little nervous. There's no other team in this draft that's gonna no do one. it. The Giants in front of them, running back. The Jags in front of them, running back. The Vikings have a running back. The Ravens have a running back. The Chargers, eh, may Austin Eckler not there yeah, anymore. May not. But the Seahawks have a running back. You know, the Buccaneers, they're not going to pick a running back. The Steelers have a running back. The They're Lions right, have the Lions a have back. two running backs, right. It's, it's going to end up being yeah, 100%. B. John Robinson to the Dallas Cowboys. And maybe that's a good pick, but they just tagged it's franchise. Just so they just funny. tagged It's just Pollard. so funny how, like, we – it's so easy to kind of predict what the Cowboys – He's a Texas do. guy. Yeah, he's a Texas – Jerry's going to – it's just – it's got Jerry Jones written all over. Yeah, so I think they're going to take B. John Robinson and – uh, like I said, though, they already have Tony Pollard. Like, I think they already have a good running back. Yeah, very, very, I mean, they franchise. Very tough injury Tony Pollard. Pollard to come back from at yeah, the end right. of the year, though. So maybe that. Yeah, it could easily in. be a, end up being a good pick. Right? Like, like as good of a pick as Ezekiel Elliott was for them many years ago. Buffalo Bills on the clock next at number 27. See, don't you think this is a team that maybe could have taken Robinson if he had fallen to them? Yes, but now I think they're going to take Zay Flowers. Just take a wide receiver in Buffalo. Yeah. Get somebody that's better than Gabe out. Davis yeah, right. to be the second fiddle to Stephon Diggs. So, uh, and, and they've tried via the draft with Davis. They've tried via free agency with Emmanuel Sanders. They can't get it done. I take a shot at Zay Flowers, and if you watch some of Zay Flowers' film at uh, Boston College, he might not be the best receiver in this class, but he makes some jaw-dropping kind of catches mm -hmm. and has a lot of talent. So I think Zay Flowers goes to the Bills at 27. Pick number 28, the Cincinnati Bengals. They would have probably liked Michael Mayer to still be on the board, the tight end. Uh, he is gone. Maybe they would have liked Brian Branch to still be on the board because right. they just lost a couple safeties this offseason. Do, off you, think they, do you still think they go in the secondary? Maybe Emmanuel Forbes? I was either thinking a secondary like Emmanuel Forbes or maybe Maisie Smith, the defensive lineman out of Michigan, uh, or the edge rusher Felix Anodeke Uzuma out of Kansas State. Um, either up front or in the secondary is where I think I would go if I were the Bengals. Outside chance they maybe sign Broderick or they draft Broderick Jones for a tackle, maybe, but they put free agency money into the tackles in right. the offensive line position. So. Maybe Emmanuel Forbes is the pick here, and they try to continue to shore up that secondary. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we been saying now for a while that the Bengals have done kind of a disservice in terms of really prioritizing their defense and the offensive line, but after they went out and signed Orlando Brown, I mean, it would be great. I mean, there would be no worry, I think, unless you're going up against the best of the best like T.J. Watt, no worry about edge rushers if you're the Bengals if you have both Orlando Brown and Broderick Jones. No right? Right? So yes. I, 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 I think Emmanuel Forbes Are they, they going to the say, pick. hey, are we good on the on the tackle on, on at least one side? Let's prioritize the defense or do we just, or do they say, let's just shore up the tackle position overall? Yes. And I think they're going to end up going with Emmanuel Forbes, the cornerback out so of Mississippi State. You said yes, but you meant no, they're not going to just say I think they're going to debate it. I think they're going to think okay, about okay, it, okay. but I just think that they have enough okay. now at that spot. Emmanuel they, Forbes. They need help in the secondary for sure. Yeah. The New Orleans Saints pick at number 29. That is the San Francisco 49ers 29. pick. I think they're going to take 
Felix Anuduke Ozoma Ooh. here, the edge rusher out okay. of Kansas State. Um, you need somebody to kind of start. I would have said, yeah, go ahead. You need somebody to kind of start the process of replacing Cam Jordan. Right. Maybe Will McDonald the fourth is is also the guy that you take yeah. out of Iowa State. He's fallen a couple of picks, but either one of those edge rushers, I think, is the guy I would take if I was the Saints. Broderick Somebody Jones on the is kind of falling here. He is, but do they need a tackle that badly? It doesn't say so on no. Pro Football Focus. It's never a bad thing to take one, though. Um, I just, I personally would go edge rusher here, either McDonald or Uzoma. That's fine. I'll take McDonald since okay. he's the best player available at the position. All right, last two picks, two players or the two teams that played in the Super Bowl this year. This is the Eagles we second, the Eagles second pick of the first round, and then the Chiefs to follow. So again, I don't think they can go wrong here. Where do you see them going? Is this where Nduke Zoma goes? This is where Mazzy Smith goes? This is where Mazzy Smith goes, especially with Javon Hargrave exiting. Departing, they bring yeah. in another guy. Doesn't have to be the guy, but maybe two or three years from now, he is the guy on the defensive line, and he grows into that role. Kind of like when they brought in Javon Hargrave, he wasn't the guy until the year prior to him leaving, then he was the guy. Exactly. <laughs> so that, I think they'll take Mazzy Smith there. And finally, the last pick in the first round, pick number 31. I think I'm taking Jordan Addison here if I'm the Kansas Interesting, City Chiefs. Because Juju Smith-Schuster is no longer there. Yep. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at they, all. They could use a young, controllable, cheap wide receiver mm -hmm. that has wide receiver one potential. I mean, if Jordan Addison ends up being as good as people think he could be, then the Chiefs are going to have four years with a fifth-year option since he's a first-round pick of a number one wide receiver on the real cheap right. while you're paying Patrick Mahomes all the money you're paying money. him. So right. I'll take Jordan Addison here That's cool. to round out the first round. Oh, we're getting graded right now for how we handle right, every team. It. Oh, they didn't give me a grade. You have to subscribe uh, to get the grade. Uh, come get on. out of here. You know what? We got an A. We got an A plus Overall, for our draft. Every team can thank us. You got an A from our from our individual picks. But the pick that we made that I want to put my stamp on as like I bet this is the one that happens is Cowboys. The John Robinson. Robinson. That's yeah. the one that I feel the Tom, most confident. Tell in. me a mock draft that you've seen where someone has argued against it. It's so obvious to everybody, obvious, yes. and it's pick number 26, and everybody's still like, that's my guarantee. Like, uh -huh. 25 other teams could change the could, variables, yeah, right. but that's my pick, is Bijan Robinson that's what I'm saying. to the Cowboys. If you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, like The Drive, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, our show here, The Steelers Standard, and many more. All are available on the Steelers mobile app the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back again later this week with some more episodes for you. Until then, he's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman, and this has been the Steelers Standard. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. 
As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.